Hello, and welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. I am Paul. Next to me is Mike. Yeah. And we have Lamar, our guest today. Oh. And I did it. I introduced ourselves right, <laughs> right. off the bat. Immediately. It was the first thing you did. I'm proud. Well, we're, we're back today with the, hey, do you think gatherings are a good time kind of scenario? And that's going to be our month. And today we're with it with In Hell from 2003, directed by Ringo Lamb and starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. And I think to best quote my father Rico numerous times here is you can't beat a good Jean-Claude Van Damme film which is a movie that I <laughs> did not just watch. Yeah, counterpoint. Um, yeah, that wasn't... Yeah, I should probably load up a summary, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever you guys want to yeah, say. Yeah, th this movie, so... Yeah, we, we tried to fit the theme of like undiscovered, you know, hidden gems, that kind of thing. This this is definitely not one of them, but it made it sound like it might have been. It, spoiler alert, it was not. I could also guarantee you this is not going to be the last Jean-Claude Van Damme film we ever cover. There's just too many of them. I mean, this no, would be no, like for sure. This would be like saying like we're only going to cover one Nicolas Cage film or something along those lines. I will, I will say that this is my least favorite Van Damme movie that I've ever seen. That's that's crazy talk. Uh, yeah, I could find definitely worse. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I, I didn't say worse. Oh, okay, my least I favorite. No, okay. no, no. Uh, we could we could make some least favorites. What was the movie that's that true. you refused to take from me ages ago? <laughs> um. Ooh, it, it has, it has Rosanna Arquette in it. <laughs> You're not talking about nowhere to run. Oh, it's the worst. That is the worst. No, wait, really, dude? That is <laughs> that is you no know, one I, doing I, anything. I, I just have nostalgia feels. Why? Because I, I've, no <laughs> one does anything in that entire film, and then like some dude comes in a truck and Jean Claude Van Damme fights him in the credits roll. My God, like, what happened? That movie is. <laughs> definitely worse than this one yes yeah i i i, I think i think mike is exaggerating i'm not <laughs> this movie is terrible uh okay a man must survive a prison where hardened criminals battle to the death for the warden's entertainment um yeah i guess that's overall the summary of that film that sounded kind of more direct and better than what we watched i mean that is what was happening in the movie this didn't feel like a just typical <laughs> going into this movie. This was not a classic Van Damme flick. Okay. I was, I was debating on whether or not to bring this up at the beginning or wait to see if anyone mentioned it by the end. Um, so what is one thing that this movie did not have that, that you expect from a Van Damme movie? <laughs> well, well I, I, I'll tell you this. Okay. It has a lot more fighting than nowhere to run. I'll tell you that. Okay, I'll, tell you that. I'll give you okay. that. Yeah. So there is fighting, but there was zero martial no, arts. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Van Damme does no karate I, in this I movie. I picked up on that. He yeah. gets his ass kicked a lot, and he punches people in the face from time to time. And you know what? I kind of like that. It's I kind of yeah, like it. I a, did, I'm, I'm on the opposite page as you guys. I did not like it. There's fight scenes, but they're not typical Van Damme fight scenes. They're prison fight scenes. Yeah, they are. He steps out of his element. So this movie isn't good enough, and Van Damme isn't a good enough actor <laughs> to not be doing karate. That's the Van Damme thing. Like that's why people go to see his movies. I'm not I'm not in for his acting chops. I mean, this movie also stars Lawrence Taylor and you know, to really tell Who is Mike, a better actor than Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, well to, to, to tell Mike, like, <laughs> wow. hey, maybe you're not giving this movie a chance. We have those sweet uh, narrations, like Shawshank Redemption going oh over there. God, we yeah. have a black man giving you straight narrations. Um, 
sometimes, and then I think they forget about it for like 45 minutes. I didn't have a problem with his narration, but they didn't work here. Sometimes it was, sometimes it was just direct. It was just like, sometimes people go from a point to another point, and that's when they get there. Like, I wasn't really there, but I was like, what? Like, they're just, okay, you're just like making observations no, now. Wait a minute. When did uh, Sean's Shake come out? It had to have been within, this was, within oh, the Oh, it was way before this. this I mean, there was the 2003. Yeah, this 2003. Oh, this is 2000. For some reason, I thought it was like in the 90s. Yeah, you wish it was in the 90s. It felt like it was. Shawshank. Shawshank is like 94. 99. Yeah, that Holy sounds about right. Yeah, wow. but. Okay. So this movie kind of tried to be a, a Shawshank. Not there are, really there are, tried, but tried to capture the essence. There are some parallels. Parallels, but they missed on every <laughs> target that they could have. <laughs> correct, yeah. That's the case. Well, let, let us give you a little background. So okay. the movie opens up with some kind of street fighter jail fight, which I immediately thought it was Jean-Claude Van Damme getting <laughs> his ass kicked. And I looked at Lamar and Mike, and they told me it was not. It was just some rando, and that was kind of it. And then you meet another character who kills his cellmate. Uh, we'll come back to that. And then we really just uh, get to Jean-Claude Van Damme, who's uh, a construction worker, I guess, in Russia. I thought he was in France the whole time. He's apparently originally from Louisiana. His wife is named Gray. I had to look that up because I thought, what is he saying? I thought, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme has that slight accent. And I was like, what is he saying? And his wife is named Gray. Gray, Gray. Like, I, don't, I can't do Jean-Claude Van Damme's accent. But I didn't know what he was saying, so I looked that up. And I don't know where he's at. Again, I thought he was in France. They keep saying he's from Louisiana. I can't understand half the people. <laughs> and then he's talking about, like, uh, you know, he's like a contractor in a construction company. And he can't, he's got to go where the jobs go and everyone understands. So we really get to his wife at night and some weird burglar breaks in and tries to rape her. And she fights him off. And he gets frustrated and stabs him. I don't think he was a burglar. I think he was just, like, a rapist. Like, I thought he was there to, maybe, He sure. had an aggressive unibrow. Yes. <laughs> so Jean-Claude Van Damme is aware of this, like... Uh, he's because, talking on the cell phone yeah. tour when this is happening. So he's driving like a madman to get home and catches the back end, but his wife's unfortunately dead. He uh, fights said intruder... Um, yeah, he chases him down like on a tram. Right, but then the cops come and arrest Jean-Claude Van Damme. And he's like, no, that's the man who did it. And then I'm writing notes and I just get lost for moments because I see that he's you know in court and uh, this intruder is let go because he's well-connected and apparently his father makes a bunch of money or whatever it is. And then I wrote a couple notes, and apparently then he goes. Uh, John Claude Van Damme goes out of the courthouse and just shoots this guy. Mm -hmm, I didn't see any of that. I looked down for ten seconds. Um, but you are made aware of this later on in the film. And then John Claude Van Damme is on a nice tour on a bus ride uh, to a prison, which apparently is Russian. Again, I did not know he was in Russia. And then I looked it up, and all of this is filmed in Bulgaria. So there's a lot of questions I have about what's going on. Uh, the, and where he's at. That opening scene, um, it really did take a, it was really quick. Just yeah, how the it wanted to tell a story. It was basically 10 seconds of that background of why Jean-Claude Van Damme shot that guy. That, and, yeah. Um, I mean, the movie starts with a flashback. And lots then, of flashbacks. Lo lots of flashbacks, yeah. From, from that point up until the point where he's in jail is maybe... 
two and a half to three yeah, minutes of this movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. You're just burning through it. And the actual flashback was more like 10 seconds. Yeah. It was that's... enough to where Paul was writing notes, looked up, and it was <laughs> right. over. <laughs> or I think I looked up someone's name or something, and I was like, yeah. uh, what? Like, uh, like that's, that's how he went to prison? I didn't learn that for another 10 minutes. But they really piled on the... Uh darkness of the movie with that whole intro just john claude van damme pretty much got screwed over His he did he did get killed, screwed over sexually assaulted he shot the guy now he's going to whatever i didn't know what country they were in until halfway through the movie when they actually said they were in russia i thought like you paul they were in france or some kind of weren't they speaking french at some point in time to other people I, you know, I don't know. I'm an idiot, though. But like at the beginning, when they're driving around, like when he's driving home, I I I wasn't sure what country they were in. Well, yeah, that was different. There was something to do with like his actual construction site, and I thought he was talking in French to people he was working. Maybe with. it's because it's the only other language that he knows. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that, um, I believed it, but then all of a sudden, it's we're in Russia, and then I I thought this doesn't even look like Russia. Um, well, I mean, as, in <laughs> as soon as he gets to prison, all the guards have Russian flags and Cyrillic on their uniforms. So that's when I yeah, kind of sure. figured it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they did, they tell you it's in Russia eventually, but it's not, that is not advertised for the beginning of the movie. That's because he's in hell. Yeah. Mm. He is in it. What? <laughs> some, some kind of like gulag, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is mm-hmm. or it looks like. Yeah. Cause they're making him do a. Uh, in addition to the fighting is slave labor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So there, the, the bus eventually gets to prison and much like any prison scene, you see the new inmates getting off some kind of bus. And I like that the old inmates to break them in are making goat noises. <laughs> <laughs> we also You're eventually see some goats too. That's the right connection. That's how they learned how to do the noise. There's a lot to think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your typical uh prison entry scene where they're on the bus and there's prison guys going, Yeah, fresh meat, blah blah blah, and yeah. all that. But we just, instead of we just get a lot of goat scene or noses. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been helpful if there was a voice on the bus, uh like in Fortress that explained the movie to us because I was still <laughs> I was still pretty lost at this point. Yeah, that Lawrence Taylor narration didn't come in until way later. Well, well, he, well it comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. And goes, and he doesn't really tell you what's going on. He yeah. just he's just talking. Or 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 the, there's the diatribe about uh, him and his hate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, he does, he does yeah. seem to have quite a bit of that. Yes, I did like the pacing of this though. Uh, it's just quick to yeah, just get the prisoners off the bus. Blah, yeah, blah, I, blah, I, I I'll, I'll actually give the pacing of this entire film kind of uh, two thumbs up, uh, like or dislike. I mean, they don't pull any punches. I mean, they they are immediately doing stuff and things just start happening. Um, and it's a pretty short film. It's just a little over an hour and a half. So I kind of like it for those reasons. But yeah, so we get <laughs> I to... I definitely <laughs> liked how short it was. That was my favorite part. <laughs> so, we, so we get to the montage of them, you know, being beaten down. Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, I'm going to wear my wife's ring. And the head guard is like, ha, 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 no. And, I, you know, you would think the head guard would take it and sell it, but he wears it. Yeah, like, he, it's just, weird. he just likes it. It's a gold wedding band. <laughs> and so, yeah, he just wears it now. And then uh, the other inmates are like, oh, this poor, this poor sap, but, you know, I don't want to get out of line. And then everyone's getting haircuts, and then there's a shower. Um, yeah. This is also the, po- the part in the movie. Up until this point, everyone was speaking Russian to each other. Yeah. Like oh, in yeah. the courtroom, blah, blah, blah. And they start speaking English to, to Van Damme because they realize that he's American. 
And this is the point where people stop speaking Russian to each other and the rest of the movie is in English. Yeah. Because like there, there was a lot of subtitles up until this point. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe background Russian is spoken, but like anything yeah. up front is totally in English. Also, everyone is smoking cigarettes in this movie and everyone who smokes a cigarette is doing it through like a Holly Go Lightly cigarette holder for some reason. Yeah. Did, you, did you notice this? Yeah, I did notice. Okay. I thought it was kind of like part of prison culture because it they don't like, want their fingers to smell like tobacco or uh, i noticed there's some of the scenes where they're smoking a cigarette and they have just a little bit of cigarette in a it's a, a bit of the uh rolling paper sure and it's not like fully like it's not a full cigarette it's just like more of a hit so cigarette. they just want to get their money's worth out of this it's yeah, like a roach I clip i think they're just like pretty much just take two hits <laughs> and then they're out and that's the way all these cigarettes were rolled in the scene yeah everyone was smoking rolled cigarettes but yeah they were doing it through like the plastic holders I, you know, sometimes, you know, you just want to have a smoke and you're in a Russian gulag sure. and don't, you, don't mind me opening up leftover Halloween candy. By the way. <laughs> hey, <laughs> rabbit troop sucks is sponsored by <laughs> leftover Halloween candy and cigarettes and gulags. <laughs> when you're eating a three musketeers and you want to feel like a fancy man in a prison, <laughs> well, <laughs> come to rabbit troop sucks. We can help you out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, everyone's it. getting haircuts. Everything's yeah. going great. Uh, I'm going to just skip over some really uncomfortable scenes. We get a very uncomfortable, just uh, a character, Billy, the one of the youngest ones. I think he says he's 21, is raped in the middle of the night, and it's just really awkward. And uh, It's it at the pace. This was a darker movie than I thought. It was actually a little <laughs> darker. Yeah, it was <laughs> very rapey. Yeah, I was really prepared for uh, courtyard fight scenes. Yeah, that's. Uh, I went to this movie. We went to this movie kind of blind. We didn't hear about this movie before. We just kind of. You told me it was a John Claude Van Damme prison movie, so I'm thinking <laughs> he's going to kick his way out of this. It's going to be fine. All of a sudden, yeah. here's this very violent sexual assault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really set the scene for a dark prison movie. Yeah, no, there there were moments that were kind of. Un- I mean, they were done poorly but they were still uncomfortable yeah oh yeah um so fuck well it's basically so after this rape scene jean-claude van damme is like super charged up about like what happened uh because people could hear it and he senses it and uh the next day he's let out of uh his cell and he sees the guy who did this and he sees him and then he thinks of the intruder who oh, yeah, you know, tried to molest his or rape his wife the rapey guy gives him like that little like wink kiss and yeah. that that's what the and it triggers van damme right he has one of the many flashbacks in this movie many flashbacks we, that's the same kiss wink that uh the acquitted murder rapist of his wife gave him when they were walking out of the courtroom yeah so before he shot him so van damme just like basically like punch slaps him right in the face (laughs) as they're walking by it was as lamar said yeah things are just happening (laughs) this is the part where i was like yes now we're gonna see that this guy was a secret closeted martial artist and he's gonna beat everyone's ass but he does not (laughs) he is a probably worse fighter than i am and gets his ass kicked yeah um (laughs) He sure does. Even though he's like a huge, <laughs> hulking, beefy man. Well, I, I will give it to him later. Uh, Van Damme definitely beefs up more. In no, this there's movie. a montage. <laughs> and, he, and he truly does beef up. Yes. <laughs> this movie takes several steps to build up the Jean-Claude Van Damme character versus the other movies where he just comes out as a badass and then he just goes to the movie as a badass and ends up as a badass. Here he's a pussy. 
gets his ass beat mm-hmm. down by every prison guard, and they pretty much just this is where they take him to the hole. Yeah, well, the, the poo so, room. Yeah, there's not many. <laughs> yes, and there 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 are not many settings in this film. No. There's the courtyard. There's Van Damme's cell. Maybe a couple of corridors, hallways, and uh, yes, the poo room, <laughs> which is the hole where he is put in. And why Mike is referencing this is oh, uh, when people flush the toilet, there is a... That is what that was, right? I assume. I mean, it's, that's what it looked like. It, it, there's a chiseled out <laughs> runway. Um, <laughs> like, what, what was it? The French drainage ditch that we see in... Uh, what's the uh, the gold pirate show, Mike? That we watched? Curse of Oak Island? <laughs> it's, it's the French drainage ditch mm-hmm. of poop. Um, where someone flushes a toilet and it just runs right through, like, and not even jokingly, the middle of the room. Yeah. And then in the corner, there's a raised concrete slab that he calls home. Mm-hmm. And then as a power move, they're serving him food. Uh, I'm guessing lunch and dinner, maybe twice a day. I'm assuming maybe once a day, uh, including nights. And he is refusing it all. Yeah. And uh, eventually you see ants on it, but they keep changing it. And yeah, well, yeah, and the the poo room becomes too much for him, so he tries to hang himself. Yep, it does not go well. No, nope. because yeah. he he rips his poorly made Russian prison shirt. And then one day a moth comes to him. Well, before the moth, <laughs> he also tries to kill himself or whatever by running his like full tilt oh, into the wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which also doesn't work, and he kind of passes no. out in the poo a little bit. Oh yeah, and then a moth comes to talk to him, and the moth becomes like his BFF. Yeah, the moth is a sign. Like, you could do it, buddy. Like, and then, so, Mike, even if you dislike this movie, the flashbacks Jean Claude Van Damme has <laughs> is is not made, they're, they're not made for this movie. They, I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't, I don't even know where to begin because the flashbacks are the most obscure thing. So, the flashbacks are a moth comes to him. He thinks the moth is his wife. Yes, but by by the way, yeah. Well, I think it leads to that because it's triggering all these memories of his wife. And the first one is, "Ha ha! Remember that fun time we tried to kill a moth in the house?" And he almost does, and it goes to the front door, and she goes, "No, don't kill it." And that's the end. We don't know if he kills it or not. Right. There's another flashback later in the film where they're uh, he's playing fake hide and seek in the forest or the woods. Like, she's like, where are you? And he jumps behind the tree. He's like, ah. She's like, no. He's like, gotcha. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is going on? I dubbed this the... Um... My wife and I have never played these games, I guess. <laughs> is this a board game we should get into? I dubbed this moth, the uh, bad CGI moth. It looked really oh, bad. It was the worst CGI it, moth. I, so, I agree, Yes. But the first moment of it, it doesn't look super bad. Like, That's true. Like for like a second. And I was like, what is it? And then it kind of shows to be a moth. And I feel with every millisecond of it, it just grows infinitely worse. They blew the budget <laughs> on the first five seconds. Oh, yes, yeah. they did. They're like, I don't have time to render these files in 2003. <laughs> like 2003 rendering? We're going to be here for five months. We This movie is being filmed in 48 hours, right? No, no. <laughs> I'll give you three seconds of that month. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. And so, I might be skipping around, but yeah, those flashbacks where it's like, oh, no, no. And all of the other flashbacks 
are Jean-Claude Van Damme and his wife Gray at, I believe, a Marriott hotel, and she is just in an inflatable raft on <laughs> in the uh, the out- outdoor pool. And sometimes he's at the bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's clearly the Marriott. This is Rabbit Troop Sucks has been brought to you by the Marriott. <laughs> and fantasy. <laughs> fantasy Marriott's. Oh, I'll, I'll take all those Marriott's. <laughs> hey, if you want to call Marriott and tell them Rabbit Troop Sucks sent you and you want the fantasy suite, do it. The fantasy suite? Wow. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not You're not really jumping around. Uh, so he's trying to get some some sleep in in the poo room, and from the the, the room next door, there's like I didn't at first <laughs> just yeah I didn't know whether there's like noises, and at first because of the president that this movie set, I thought he was listening to additional raping, but then it was like oh no this might be just like sloth from the Goonies in there. Oh yeah, I got heavy sloth vibes. It was just someone like Rawr! Yeah. and was, <laughs> he bangs on the wall like it's like hey I'm trying to sleep over here. <laughs> Uh, and it doesn't it doesn't work, um, but foreshadowing it does work. <laughs> yeah, foreshadowing hashtag the banging works, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. You can't take that away from me. <laughs> it did add a horror element to the movie. It's kind of he's trapped in a hole, and there's another person trapped in probably in an adjacent hole, and they're making this sound, and I swear it's like. No, that's exactly what it is. And he's pounding on the wall, and Van Damme's pounding back. It just, it just keeps going on and on. And also, adjacent holes is the EP Mike and I are working <laughs> on currently. Yeah, yeah. I'm withdrawing my name from this pile. <laughs> get some use out of that. It's it's a it's a holiday themed romp. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so after they let him out of the poo room, they they felt they felt he had enough. The poo room. They take him to his new cell, and they're like, "Here's your new uh, your new cellmate." F- FYI, he killed the last two to three cellmates he had. So good yeah. luck with that. Oh, and it was also, and if you ever want to get out of here, you're gonna tell me, and basically you're gonna bribe me, and right. then we'll talk. For someone in prison, he is coming up with a decent amount of cash, U.S. dollars. Oh yeah, I mean. I don't even know who comes to visit him later. I think it's his brother-in-law. That's what I thought as well. Um, they don't explain it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was kind of under the assumption that maybe at least then he was giving him cash. Like that was how it was like, dude, like I brought you yeah. a Snickers. I don't have a ton of American experience dollars. being or visiting people who are in prison. I would assume in Russian prisons, if you're like, if they were like, "Hey, who are you?" I just, I'm a dude who's going to give that guy cash. They're like, "You are welcome to." Come <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's that was my assumption. And like, you got a Snickers? Well, I'm thinking one of those. Right, like, <laughs> but, the, the cake with the file in it. You have to leave. But if you if you want to give him money, yeah, you're, yeah. you're we will steal this from him. So this like. money you don't plan on leaving the prison with. It will be given to someone you think will hold on to it. Oh, right. come on in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So he he talks to his brother-in-law, and his brother-in-law is like, "Yeah, we'll get you extradited." Or whatever he's like it won't work this sucks uh and that's that was it maybe he gave him money and then then we find out that they're just they're using the prisoners to build a railroad or whatever (laughs) which is apparently a thing that's the the community uh, started yeah this was uh, yes they are building a railroad right like in russia in 2005 yeah i mean whatever also i mean this looks super poor and i'm not trying to make fun of russia why are they building this weird railroad, which is like a mile from the prison? I mean, they're the prisons in the distance. Also, oftentimes when they're building the railroad, all these jet pilots are flying above them. Like you they know, keep I, showing those scenes. I thought 
so yeah, at least four four to five times throughout this movie, they would look up and there'd be jets flying in the air. Yeah. I really thought that was going to play in at some point later. <laughs> Van Dam flies away. Well, yeah, he's going to like lasso one and ride it away, or or you know, it's going to be an American jet and he sees. I like I I don't know, but I assumed it was something. It is not. Instead, it's just background. They just keep showing. Just like, yeah, whatever that leads nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, was, it was probably, and I can't remember the movie this happened, but uh, Lamar, Rami, and I were watching a movie, and some people were on the street, and a full-on, <laughs> it was a, was a fire truck drives by, and it was clearly unplanned. Like, you oh. see it, the flashing in the windows at first, and then the sound is so loud, it drowns out the lead, <laughs> the, like, talking. Uh, and they just kept it in. It was abundantly clear, like, we're not cutting this scene. Maybe, <laughs> And then that's what I'm thinking. It was it was just, like, there's jets some fighter jets. flying over, and they're like, yeah, fuck it, just like, film it, we'll make it a thing. people don't speak English. They're like, yay, fighter jets. We're like, we're not, yeah, Van Damme is not going to do take two. That's not what he does. There's a lot of no. misses in the... Uh, atmospheric uh background shall i say with how these scenes were shot like the airplanes that make no sense at all and a lot of the uh imagery in the prison scenes just make no sense yeah. maybe time filler i don't know which yeah. they didn't really need and these scenes move flawlessly from scene to scene well i can't say flawlessly there's flaws <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> they move quick but yeah okay. you don't need this filler crap also, I want to take a little side note. I know I told this to Lamar many ages ago, but when Jean-Claude Van Damme was first becoming super popular when I was younger, especially I think like movies like Bloodsport and various other things, I remember, and I think it was, maybe it was Bloodsport, but there was a back-to-back Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, <laughs> movie uh, <laughs> night, and I was living in uh, Missouri, and the way they advertised it, I know the first movie was Black Eagle, and that is where Jean-Claude Van Damme plays a villain. Lamar, you have not seen that. I'm still into watch it. It's kind of a weird movie. I don't think we should do it for this, but I'd, I'd watch it we, independently. Didn't you and I watched this recently? No, no, I have not seen this in ages. What is the movie that you and I watched where Van Damme was a bad guy? Uh, what's the the movie you went to go see? Uh, um, no, no Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah, No Retreat, That's no right, surrender. okay. Um, so... Yeah, it was like Black Eagle and I think Bloodsport, but they kept advertising it for like weeks, like this Friday. And I was a kid. I was like, oh my God, I could watch it. Like, that'd be awesome. And my parents didn't really care because it wasn't like an HBO thing. It was just like edited for like local TV. So like any nudity and profanity would be edited out. So they're like, whatever. And the way they kept advertising it was (laughs) Van Damme. Van Dingo, Van Damage. And I will remember that all of my life. One, three things for two movies. Two, what the hell does Van Dingo mean? And I was in. And as a kid, I was in. 100% in. Like, you know, what did, What else do you need from me? Van Dingo was in it. Yeah, this, this movie puts the Dingo in Van Dingo. As a kid, if I had a... A three-part Van Damme. It was two-part. It was two only part. two. It wasn't three movies. No, it was. Yeah, it was. It was definitely Black Eagle and another movie, and I think it was Bloodsport. <laughs> it could have been. No, no, it was totally Bloodsport. It had to have been Bloodsport. Is, is there an Australian Van Damme movie that they had intended to insert in the middle there? Hey, they didn't have time to. You even question the third one. Remember, was Van Damage, and yeah. you're like, "Whoa, it's too late." I mean, well, he's doing the Van Damage. I'm there, but. <laughs> Well, if you watch Kickboxer and you watch him dance, you've seen the Van Damage. <laughs> you've seen it. You've seen it good. 
And again, this movie does not have dancing. Warning. No, it has a lot of dancing. Well, it doesn't have... He's not dancing. Jean-Claude Van Damme drunken dancing. Van Damme is not dancing. Yeah. But there is a lot of Russian dancing. Yes, which is very different than uh, Thailand uh, dancing and bar scenes and kickboxer. Oh, yes. That's correct. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're somewhere in this movie. I don't... um... Oh no! He he find he meets his cellmate. He meets his cellmate. Um, Lt. Yeah, who's he's Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, it's Lawrence Taylor. Right. He's reading. He's reading some. He's reading a book or like writing his memoirs. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's an awkward scene where Van Damme goes and takes a shit right next to his head. <laughs> that, that, which I, <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> it's the Van Damage. <laughs> yeah. Not a word is spoken between the cellmates either. Well, that's no. that's kind of noted that yeah. that's that's a plus. That's why Van Damage and Van Dingo are staying around in this. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the talking that the guards did about like oh, this guy is he kills everyone, he's probably gonna kill you. When when Van Damme's taking a shit next to him, I thought he's like, Okay, this is it. This is where he's gonna kick this guy's ass. No, but he respects it. Yeah, he's like, All right, he's just taking a shit, he turns the light out and goes to bed and lets Van Damme shit in peace. Yeah. Blows, so, out the, blows out his four he candles. He blows out his candles, puts his memoirs away. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. He survives one night with Lawrence Taylor in a prison cell. Yeah. I mean, he tries to suffocate him later. Has anyone seen Lawrence Taylor in another film? Mm, maybe. I, have, I don't know. I, but I swear, I think he tried to have an acting career after his NFL career. And he might have been in something else. Well, I'm just going to tell you this. He is not good in this. No, he, not at all. <laughs> yeah. These narrations. I mean, he, I, I don't even blame him. I mean, the what, the words he, are, he is reading as a narrative overdub to explain what's happening is just terrible. And let's talk about this interwoven soundtrack that I'm hearing throughout <laughs> I'm this. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> it's like weird German techno. There was clear inspiration from the Matrix at points in time. Like, there is yeah. no way that there was not. Well, I mean, everything was at this, this is the most out-of-place techno <laughs> soundtrack I think I've ever heard in a movie ever. And I feel like it's just 2003 is right. the era for just shitty technology. Right, it's like also like a lo-fi yes. dub. And it's like, so there's like one scene, and I tried to even describe it in some notes. I don't even know if I, like, I'm on the right page yet. But I think it's like, they're starting off like a fight scene at a prison, and it's not the spar that we see later. But all of a sudden you're like, it's like a very like a kick-driven tempo. It's like, and then you just, what I assumed was someone talking German is like, Venus, <laughs> it did sound like that. And you're like, Venus, <laughs> don't you know And you're like, what is this? Like, what? What is happening? But then later in the movie, huge soundtrack shift. We get uh, four, five, one. Lawrence Taylor reading some of his nonsense, and then you hear like violins <laughs> and like like very orchestrated orchestral sounds. You're like, what? But yeah, the, what what was up with this weird techno? <laughs> it seemed it felt like imagine just watching Shawshank Redemption and then just playing like a chemical brothers soundtrack in the background. Mm-hmm. Just really Rock, lightly. rock and beats. Andy, Andy, I'm exactly. a man who can get things. <laughs> that's what a lot of these scenes were like. <laughs> he crawled through that shit for three months. Smack my that's exactly. Yeah. Yes. Hey, 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 
<laughs> I'm a man who could get things. <laughs> well, yeah. So you're talking about how good this movie was. <laughs> so when we do the remix of show, well, when someone on earth does a remix in that way and you send it to us, we will totally watch it. <laughs> yeah. RTS is brought to you by that. When that happens. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have another candy bar. Yeah, hey, sure. Yeah. Three musketeers. I have, this is the third musketeer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. So I'm just like even looking through my notes. There's a lot of sometimes there's there's a one night uh, there was a look between uh, the two of them. And then there's another flashback where he is home and he's doing nothing. And then he, I guess, was making noise in his sleep. So uh, Lawrence Taylor tries to choke him awake. And he's like, <laughs> I like that. Choke yeah. Him awake. Get, 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 get your hands off me. And uh I tried to, I'm trying to read my notes because I think it comes from uh, his message, but it's, it's so messy. It was just it's so nonsensical. I, yeah, I can't I can't read my handwriting. We we record in the dark, <laughs> yeah, so true. I'm taking notes in the dark. Um, but yeah, yeah, when he tries to, he's like screaming in his sleep, and then when Lawrence Taylor chokes him, he's like. The, the, the world's too noisy. I earned my peace and quiet. That's know. what I'm trying to read. Something yeah, like that. he's like, I've earned my peace and quiet. Yeah, so don't make noises. So if you're going to the bathroom, he understands. Beyond that, shut up. Yeah, the, the world has too much noise. So then, yeah, so then, I, and I think I'm saying this correctly, we wake up the next day and there's a big hoopla in the courtyard um, mm -hmm. or in the yard. And it turns out, is it is it like the spar? I think, I think that's what he was saying. Okay, yeah. okay. That's what I thought. So it's the big spar. So everyone's playing some music. It's a spar off. There's, there's guards like, are involved. The, the guards are bringing their kids to this. Yeah, this <laughs> is really weird. Is They're there, dancing. So this is, I feel this is a low key spar off because later it's not just kids. We get a whole gaggle of people coming. But right, this, this is, like, is like regular season. We're, we're seeing like yeah, we're post season just, later. Yeah, we're, we're, seeing, we're, we're seeing some, you know, some early season, you know, trials. Who, mm -hmm. Who's going to make the cut? What, what are people thinking? <laughs> So yeah, they they pan around the courtyard and in the buildings, all the guards and the general, uh, they have they, Mike's right. They have their kids. They brought their kids and to their watch prostitutes. Us. No, no, that's later. Oh, they, we're, they we're in a ramp up. They don't get to bring the prostitutes. This isn't the, this isn't the fancy spot. Okay, yeah. So this is just early on. So yeah, it's just like their kids and everyone's like laughing, having a good time. Um, uh, some of the inmates are playing music. It sounds like Gogo -go Bordello. Uh, everyone's having a good time. Um, <laughs> it's Glove Day, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some people are making jokes. Right. There's like a ringmaster. Um, and then there's a fight, and people uh, beat the crap out of each other. And yes. The, um, this is kind of like a, it's the whole setup where like the warden kind of like set it up. Um, the preface of this is that two prison gangs are kind of like warring. And uh, they get into a fight one day, and the, one of the prison guards comes up and is like, no, 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 we'll do it in a spar. And mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's kind of like a whole setup from the warden and the prison guards, and they place bets on prisoners, and it's a place where prisoners can fight peacefully because the prison doesn't want the prisoners fighting just randomly. So it's controlled fights pretty much is what it is. Yeah. For money. Yeah. Yeah. Money and power. Yeah, so there we see the first fight, and then again, my notes are a little disjointed. We we see the little uh, what's his name, Billy. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's 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 making a shiv because he doesn't like how oh, things so went yeah. down, and he, he knows he's gonna have to go into the boom boom room with the bad guy again. 
Uh, so he makes this he makes this shiv. Oh, man. Uh, but he, this is the worst attempted shiving I've ever seen. So the guards throw him in the, in the room with, with the guy. Uh, and rather than like waiting for an opportune moment, <laughs> like away. once the doors close, the guards are away, maybe even mid rape. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm speaking like that's a horrible thing to say. Um, but no, like he, as, as soon as he gets thrown in the room, he's like, I'm going to stab you, which doesn't work because he just gets his ass kicked again. Gets his ass kicked and, and gets, gets shivved shiv himself. Yeah, yeah. And just takes your shiv and you're being shivved by your own shiv. That's the worst. <laughs> That's <laughs> what shiv. happened to poor Billy here. Yeah. Um, and then JC VD is fighting off a uh, entire gang at the railroad tracks. Yeah, I don't really remember why. I don't think it matters. Um, and he loses. He's beating guys off with both hands, and he does. He does lose. Yeah, and he has to go to the poo room again. Back he, to the poo room, where he spends the rest of the night talking to the goddamn moth again. Um, and you know, if all of you are hopefully hook fans out there, the boo box, it's a little better than the poo room. The boo box. Mm, I think I'd rather be in a poo room than a boo box. Well. The poo room gets really pooey sometimes. It does, but don't let it rain in the poo room. Yeah. Aren't there like not like, like spiders in the boo box? That's, that's one of our songs. I don't really don't know. let it rain in the poo room. <laughs> but it does rain in the poo room. Yeah, and, and it's but he seemed to enjoy it because he you know he got to wash his hair a little bit. Oh. Um, <laughs> is 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 this where we get into the montage where we start getting jacked? Or did other yeah, shit happen in this soon movie? As it started raining. He starts to break down, and he starts getting yeah. Because he ta- his his moth wife comes back, and they they chat for a little while. Yeah, it's oh, like the, it's like don't lose faith in the, me. The That's CGI how I imagine the moth really gets out of hand because <laughs> yeah. now his wife is like a full visual now. From she's like a ghost through this moth. Well, moth it's a little friend. it's a li- it's a little foggy, but like later in the movie, we get we get ghost wife. <laughs> we do we do get ghost wife <laughs> straight up. It's like ghost dad, but wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was a never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, okay. It is a point in time where Van Damme just says fuck it and he starts like pushing up and Yeah, so apparently he's just in this in the poo room forever and he just gets jacked. It's you know, think Terminator two, Linda Hamilton just pulling on those sweet pull ups. Uh times a thousand because he's climbing the wall, he's doing all these things. Yeah. He then gets released and he's even training in his room. Yeah, he's so this montage went on for quite a while and parallel to the montage of JCVD getting ripped, there is a montage of Billy and some other unnamed American prisoner escaping yeah, or attempting know. to escape. Oh yeah. And then the other one who the whatever his name was gets shot. Billy gets captured. Yeah, this is one of many times Billy's just gonna try to escape and fail. I mean, what? Billy's how not making why, choices. How would they? Something happens. Yeah, they found they found landmines. They're building oh, the railroad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then like yeah. a car exploded, and then Billy and the other guy were like, "Run!" And I mean, there's a bunch of dudes with machine guns like ten feet away, and they quickly shoot one of the guys. <laughs> right. Billy mm-hmm. made it a little bit though. No, so yes, Billy sort of. <laughs> there are scenes of Billy just running, and people are running full on after him, and it's like forty people, honestly, twenty feet behind you. Like you're eventually going to be caught. There's even a helicopter flying above him. Right, but like the time frame in this was kind of weird. Not that this matters in this movie at all, but it's a day or a month. Yeah. So like he's running and it's daytime and then we see him like trudging through a a stream and it's night. Yeah. But then, but then then, they eventually bring him back and they're like, ah, you cost us money. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Dude. I don't know. 
No one knows. <laughs> no one does know. <laughs> so, yeah. So now, are we at the point where JCVD is like in the ring with the rapey guy? Well, so basically, the last kind of little montage scene is it's it's pouring rain and all the inmates are kind of like under some awnings, etc. And JCVD is just running laps, and the head guard is like, "He's ready now." <laughs> he is running and, yeah, laps. So, so then they then they set up the fight between the the big bad, who I don't remember is yeah the the, the like piece of crap who raped uh, Billy, and um, JCVD just wants a piece of him. And yeah. so yes, it happens. Yeah, it, so they're they're duking it out, and JCVD is mostly getting his ass kicked. Yeah, because even though he's pretty yoked now, he still doesn't know how to fucking. I fight. also I also noted that I was like, that's great that he's doing all these like muscle building exercises. He still does not know how to fight. Like the other guy, clearly through experience and time, knows how to fight uh, it, instinctively. Right. Um, so then at the end of the fight, when you think JCVD's losing, he just fucking bites a bit of his neck out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so he does kind of win like in a couple areas. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You think he's down and out and JCVD just bites a huge chunk out of this dude's neck and kills him. And uh, even, even the general and the guards are disappointed. They're like, they're like the, the zip, like cut, Cut it. Yeah. Uh, shut the shades. My kid's here. And then they exchange, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever uh, amongst each other. And tie betting. It's yeah. Like fight club for money. Right. And, and, you know, riding the high of his victory, JCVD, he gets a haircut. Um, he, go, yeah. he goes from the nerdy twin and double impact to the evil twin and double impact. Yeah. Soul he, patch. He gets like a fucking smash mouth beard. Um, <laughs> That's what he does. Wow. Yeah. 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 And uh, which is maintained through the rest of the movie. Even wow, when he is yes. like convalescing in a hospital for a month, well, that's foreshadowing and we'll get there. Someone was maintaining his little douchey beard. Yeah. Anyway, I have a feeling that he just wore that in real life to you for a couple of months after that. It was yeah. 2003. That's no, that's that was his look yeah. at that point. Also that night, the big thing is when he's cutting his hair, his killer cellmate comes in four five one and they exchange looks, hmm. and then the night ends. Uh, and then, then, then the next day, Jean Claude is uh, right, right back fighting. And uh, I think, I think Lamar's quote, I quoted Lamar, was just daily fights now. <laughs> it's like you want a big fight, and now you're like literally it's every day you just get up and start fighting. I remember when Jean Claude Van Damme first got to that prison, and there was just no fights. It was just his turmoil. He's a different man. Into the hole. He's a different JCVD. And now they're just having daily prison fights now. It's just like what else do you got? <laughs> yeah, it's just like um, it's just an arena. It's no yeah. longer a prison. It's just. An arena where you take some prisoners and just throw them up against each other. So yeah, so we see that for a little bit, and then damn, we see the weirdest <laughs> cutscene. Van Dam. Well, you did Damn, Van Dam. Uh, we're at like some beer garden festival. We got like some folk rockers coming out. This woman's <laughs> singing. People are dancing. People are laughing. It is fantastic. We l quickly learn it's Russian <laughs> Independence Day. Yeah, we know this because everyone who says it says. Russian Independence Day. Yes. Which I feel like Russians in Russia wouldn't say. I mean, Mike, when I saw you on 4th of July and I kept saying, <laughs> Happy Independence Day. American Independence Day. <laughs> Happy American Independence Day, comrade. I mean, friend. I mean, comrade. I mean, acquaintance. I mean, yes. 
just like the Fourth of July. Right. Mm-hmm. There's there's courtyard fights. <laughs> there's a lot of hoopla. So <laughs> let me ask you this, and this is maybe a really dumb question: um, What is Russian Independence Day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? I mean, everyone has their own. That's a good question. Everybody has like their Independence Day. Right? I just I don't know what that celebrates or if that's real. I have a history degree. Maybe I should know this, but I don't because I'm an you idiot. Got me thinking. Now I really don't know. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I was just curious if this That's, was something they made up. Yeah. Why? Why are you trying to make us look dumb? <laughs> I don't think we <laughs> we didn't need any help. I'm going I'm to Google this right there now. There you go. Well, in all of this, did you guess it? Billy tries to run off, and he does not get far. Oh, he man. tries to run. There's another cellmate that I don't know his name. Uh, he is in a wheelchair. Oh, uh, Mor- Mordecai, Malachi. Malachi. Yeah. Is his name Malachi? Yeah. Okay, so Malachi has been selling people out. We click- quickly learn this. <laughs> for like fancy wound balm for his back or something? Yeah, I kind of feel bad. Like it's later disclosed. He's like I, like, I thought he was getting drugs and it was just no. He's like, I'm in a wheelchair and I need special medications and yeah. special things and, you know, that's what I've actually been trading information, but he told, well, he was privy to Billy's escape plan and he's like, he even kind of helped plan it. He's like, you could do it. And then told the guards what happened and the guards quickly catch Billy again and then beat the crap out of him and basically say he's going to be sexually abused yet again. And that is what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought the Malachi character was selling him out for uh, like pain medication that he needed, but turned out it was just more, um, luxurious than that. And this is where we get another fine 451 narration because <laughs> unfortunately through the night, Billy is so beaten and sexually abused. He doesn't make it through and uh, 451 so eloquently puts it as he finally escaped, but in a different way. Everything this dude is writing is like my seventh grade poetry. Like it is terrible. It is terrible and should be read by no one. What? Come on, man. <laughs> terrible. I know I said I um like his narration, but it was bad here, but from uh I actually wasn't paying attention to anything that he said in narration wise. It's just kinda of like this voice. That's fair. Sure. I I actually just feel bad for the actor. I mean, this is just a crap role with a crap dialogue. Like, it's terrible. It's out of place, like most of the things in this movie. This is where he sets Wheelchair Guy on fire, right? Um, I think that's a little later. Yeah, it's it's coming. It's a coming. It's a coming. Okay. Oh, no. No, we're pissing some big things. So the next day, the big fight is set up that... So we are told that there is another prisoner that transferred from another prison to get into specifically fight JCVD. And we meet this guy and he's like, I'm going to fight you. But they're like, hey, cool it, bro. It's Russian Independence Day. Uh, We don't need any of that. And so they don't. But the big fight is set up. And did you, Mike, find out about Russian Independence Day? Yeah. And this should have been pretty obvious. Uh, it's, It's when it's to celebrate the dissolution of the USSR. Oh. Oh, hey. All right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> what day is that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, it's a, a, <laughs> we, we've gone too far from yeah, that. We have. Well, getting to the big fight, 
We get to the big fight and JCVD is just crouched down. He's on his knees and he's not going to fight this big dude. This big dude's like throwing him around. He's knocking him around. He picks him up, throws him to the ground, etc., etc. And the head guard runs down there because the general is so pissed off. You know, there's big money on this. There's a lot of money involved. And JCVD says, I won't be your game anymore. And boom, they take him back. Uh, no, no, no. I was going to say they bring him to the hole. Yeah, okay. But they handcuff him and chain him to a tower. Or I think it's chained him to <laughs> yeah. a tower. And uh, that's, where, that's where they go. Now, oh, 451 right. meets with Mordecai, you guys said? Yeah, yeah, Mordecai. So Mordecai, I guess he's your man to get whatever you want. Like, I've got the goods. I have the connections. And it's kind of weird because he hands him this little gas can. He's like, and he's like, who's this for? And before I answer that, and when he answers that, I was like, oh, like, it's just alcohol, it's hooch. Yeah, I thought it was booze for but sure. It's yeah. straight it's up gasoline. like a yeah, handheld gas can filled with gasoline. And 451 is like, it's for you. And really casually just pours it on him like it was oil on a salad. It's kind of how <laughs> going, there you go, a little there, a little sparkle there. And then we, we have some new flashbacks. We have some 451 flashbacks. Super weird. Um, uh, where he, so in earlier in the movie, we didn't mention this, but you see his back and he has like burns on it. Yeah. Um, and in this flashback, we see how like he burned his dad alive or something. He burned someone. No, it was a, I think it was a teacher. A teacher. Yeah. He burned. He was burning someone. It was a really quick scene. So the flashback is, he's kind of not reading well in school, but then a teacher's like, "I could help you." But then the next scene is the teacher is molesting him. Like, oh, that's right. Like okay. without a shirt on and like rubbing his back, and then he throws gasoline everywhere and burns that teacher on fire, and invertly himself, which I'm guessing is his backstory of what landed him in prison. Okay, so but, riddle me this. But it was also like a American teacher. I don't know why he would be in a Russian prison. That, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. He said he's yeah. been there for like half his life. 20 yeah. years, yeah. How how did he end up in a Russian prison? Absolutely no backstory Great. for that at all, so I just gave up on that at all. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw Lawrence Taylor, you know, Russian prison. I'm like, how'd you get here? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Uh, there were an awful uh, lot of Americans in this Russian there prison. There were. Um, Maybe he too was from Louisiana. You can never know. Never know. Big, big. Mike, Mike pinpointed while we're watching this that Jean Claude Van Damme loves being from Louisiana. <laughs> That's <is> true. Yeah. <laughs> we got a whole thing about his accent. Just you can fake a accent with. Uh, he sounds really, he can do it. Well, actually, Mike poised the biggest question. And if anyone has ever worked with Jean-Claude Van Damme and you are clearly a mega fan of Rabbit Troop Sucks and you want to reach out to us, as always, uh, hit us up on Gmail or whatever. But um, yeah, uh, let us know if uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme truly knows the difference between Velvet and Velveteen. <laughs> And if you anyone could tell us that, Jungle Van Dam, you are more than welcome to be a guest. You can mm -hmm. phone or zoom in and uh, give us your your inside uh, or insight to right. uh, your your velvet. Well, I mean, his, his character's name in Universal Soldier is what Luke Delacroix or something. Of course, wow. that man definitely knows the difference. <laughs> Well, actually, that's probably a family secret where he didn't. That's Ooh. kind of a backstory that we didn't know about. We only find about that in Universal Soldier. Five, what are they up to now? They could be up to whatever they want. That's true. Oh, yeah, there's so many of those. There are quite a few. And they're still going with Kickboxer. That's right. Wow. With And he's in some of them. 
He's yeah, he's in all of them. Yeah, but like a different character, sort of. I don't know. I don't recall him in all of them. No, 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 no. Remember, there's like the reboot where there's a new kickboxer, and he's like half training him. Remember, we watched one, but now there's like a continuation of that. I I thought he was. I thought he was kickboxer, but like old and retired, and he was training the new gen. So I think that's what we were led to believe, but I think he is a different He's just character. A different guy, of <laughs> yeah. course. You have to get into kickboxer lore, maybe. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you road. again, listeners, if you like kickboxer and kickboxer <laughs> lore, um, I guess you're in the right place. <laughs> you found a the, friend. <laughs> we can go down the dark path of John Claude Van Damme and what was his name? Sasha Mitchell or Cody from um step by step step by step yeah he took over (laughs) he took over then didn't you tell me he like went crazy and like went into a jungle (laughs) or they took him out of a jungle (laughs) what is this the movie or oh the real life of this person the real life of that dude yeah yeah, it sounds right i don't know sometime but that's crazy Sometimes people go crazy and go to jungles. Yeah. I'm yeah. not here to spread rumors, but yeah. <laughs> if you're if you if you're a cast member who worked on Step by Step and you know you want to give us the skinny on the side, we could like I don't know phase out your voice like I worked on the set of <laughs> Step by Step. <laughs> I am not Patrick Duffy. I am. Do we do we have the technology here to do that? We we could try. We, okay, we can pull it off. Call me Duff Stuff. <laughs> And I would. Codename Dustin. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> well, we took a detour from this movie, like yeah. the story did from yeah. this own movie. We did. We're almost there, though. Yeah. Uh, where did we leave off? He was chained to the thing. His ghost wife appeared. Oh, wait. His ghost uh, wife hasn't appeared yeah. yet. So oh. he has really led the way. So the head guard is telling the general, like, it's, it's like... It's uh, Austin Powers. Like, Dad, give me the gun. I could just go there and shoot him. He's like, no. <laughs> if you do that, he'll become a martyr. And all, so the two rival gangs are like, mad respect, dude. Like, Yeah, he's he's healing wounds. He's building bridges. Yeah, he's like, but he's not even Russian. He's like, he doesn't have to be. Like, he knows what's going on. And so one rival gang member leader goes to another. He's like, the guy's like, what do you want? He's like, peace. He's like, for reals <laughs> but he says something like that um and they're like okay Real they're like talk? yeah they're like but that guy's crazy he's like no he's doing it for all of us and now the general is pissed because he's like there's no more fights these people won't fight this guy's starting a revolution mm-hmm. this is all happening within like five days like i don't know right. what's going on like you can't be chained to a tower not having any food or sustenance for all this time like it's five days tops <laughs> But yeah. gangs are changing. <laughs> Everyone's a gang. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot happened. There's a lot to unpack in those few days. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh no, they, they, so they let him down. They let him down off the the thing that he's chained to. He has a vision with this is where he has. Yeah, this is where he sees and, his and, and before okay. all this, remember Billy's dying words, which we didn't say were like, don't let him change you. Don't let him turn in, oh, turn yeah. you into something you want. And that he's now empowered. Mm. He's like, I, I lost my way. Yeah. This movie probably took place in like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buff. He didn't get buff. Maybe less than that. Your name's Buffy. You're a vampire slayer. The transition of days and nights is just unknown in this movie it's Sometimes not as bad as star wars like the new star wars movies where it's like i think one of you i think lamar i think you pointed it out like what was like uh and it was not what was the first movie it's not like, force awakens yeah the force awakens uh, where i think lamar's like 
didn't it seem like this took place in a day? And after rewatching it, I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> oh, this like shit, literally yeah. at tops took place in like 30 hours. Like what the hell happened? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Craziest time transformation in that movie. I'm and guessing this, this movie takes place over like the course of like a year. That, that's my guess as well. Yeah, that's true. You can actually see the transition in Johnny Claude Van Damme when he's training. He well, that's the weird muscular. thing. Yeah. But he's not eating shit. Like, yeah, he's eating he's, like porridge and also yeah, like, like putting on like fifty pounds of like muscle. He's drinking the poo water. I knew ten it. grams you know? of protein a day, and yet he's packing on muscle mass like crazy. We we did see one 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 of the times when they were taking him out of the poo room. He saw that cart with all that dope food on it. Well, that was going to that was going well, to secret. See, it was. Agent going man. to secret agent man but maybe we i mean this movie glossed over a lot of things maybe when he was like the fight guy they're like you know what let's give him some food no, no, but remember but he was not the fight guy initially no but eventually he did but when he puts on like a lot of muscle mass before he fights like no the no I, bet, I, like he is literally don't try to make sense out of like, what i'm oh, saying no. <laughs> i'm just saying like there's food in there maybe they gave him some at some point that'd be nice yeah mm. I wish, I wish this movie overlapped with Stranger Things. Lamar, have you watched the newest stri- season of Stranger Things? Yeah, I polished okay. it off. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just like a, a nice overlapping. <laughs> that'd be bizarre, considering the characters in this movie. It'd be a deep movie. cut. It'd be a bold move by Stranger Things and those brothers. Maybe. Like, we're such a fan of uh, In Hell that we we needed uh, the sheriff to be part of that. Maybe one. it's the same universe. Maybe uh, when when did Stranger Things take place? Like 80, I think they're like before this now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that's the prequel to the prison that they're in. That's why it's so in hell. Maybe. I was thinking after they closed the prison down at the end of this movie. Sorry, spoiler alert. Well, they finally um, did it. They finally did it. <laughs> uh, this prison looked like a state-run prison, whereas in Stranger Things, that looked like an like independent gulag. Maybe yeah. it's the same thing. So, like, what if this is just an Indianan prison just run by Russians? Like, who knows? I don't know what happens in Indiana. Do you... Do, you, does, do people in Indiana know what happens in Indiana? I don't, I'm, you, if, I'm when not, you, when you go to Indiana, you lock your doors. I'm you, not fully or you that Indiana is a real place. I think it was a... I've it, never been there. I think it's like Atlantis. Right yeah. like, I was going to say, well, a Christmas, a Christmas story happened there, and then I think they shut it down. It's a fictional <laughs> place. Have you ever met anyone from there? No, no one has. Yeah. Sorry, Indiana. <laughs> Prove <laughs> <I> it. <laughs> Hashtag Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to prove your existence, um, I mean, is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Is it, are you Stranger Indiana's Things? Indiana's the dog's name. Because oh, if Stranger <laughs> Things wants to call, we can interview Stranger Things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get Stranger Things on the line. Um, okay. <laughs> no one knows. Um, Let's see. Ghost wife, they let him off the thing. Yeah, you talk about your ghost wife. So no, no before they, they they unleash him from the tower, uh, the amazing amazing CG of moth comes back Oof. and then turns into a frothy mix of fog and ghost wife, <laughs> and and. and Three gentlemen in the room, which is all three of us, were like, ugh, like all simultaneously. It looks bad. It looks bad. You should have stayed them off. You were bad, but better. I think my commentary for this movie at the time was this is where they uh, jumped a shark. Yeah. Yeah. And they, um, the CGI was just off the rails on this. It looked bad. It looked like they were trying some kind of Star Wars, like, help me, Obi-Wan. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looked for yeah. yeah, it oh, was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, honestly, that, 
I can't. It's not CGI. It wouldn't have been in the seventies. But that looked better than this. Actually, yeah, yes, you're right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yes, yeah. Star Wars had long. better special effects in this movie. But, yeah. So, well, that's done. <laughs> they take J- they take JCVD uh, to the hole, and I think out of the hole, and the general is just pissed. Like these fights are stopping. Right. So he's like, "All right, we I have th- to make an example out of." Yeah. This guy. So. They get a big fight going, and they're no longer in the courtyard. It's at night, and the general tells all the prisoners who are locked behind bars. So imagine, like, all the prisoners. You've seen, like, a multi-tiered room. They're all behind bars, but the general and uh, his, you know, uh, guards are next to him. And he's like, I'm getting a fight one way or another. And they take out Milosh. And Milosh <laughs> is is the wolf man that we've been hearing. Frankenstein and all around. Right. <laughs> I like how you nicknamed them secret agent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so he is unleashed and Jean-Claude Van Damme is out and they're like, you're going to fight. And they just like unleash this guy and he goes ape quick. Yeah. Even like Jean-Claude Van Damme, this is the best acting of the movie. He seems startled. Right. No, he is terrified. Because Milos is like six, eight. Jean-Claude Van Damme is a hefty four, five, four. Well, he's six, eight. He's wearing like cut off shorts and like a mankind mask for and, some reason. And he's built like Bane from Batman. Yeah. And kind of wearing a similar mask. Yeah. And uh, he looks like a wrestler. And I like Jungle Claude Van Damme starts dancing around the steps, the metal steps to go to the second floor. <laughs> and then he tries to run up them and uh, Milos just pulls them right down. Yeah. It's really <clears> the first time where John Claude Van Damme, you can actually feel fear from him. Yeah. Versus um, I don't care. I'm just going to die. Yeah. Whatever. Now it's just, oh shit. Mm-hmm. He's coming to <laughs> but then, you know, but then what does he do? He, he, he bangs on the wall. Yeah. He's like, no. <laughs> and then and the guy's like, <laughs> so the, have a I told you banging, right. banging will save your life. Yeah, and banging's going to get he, you out he, of this. I mean, when he was banging on the wall earlier, it, I did not pick up on the fact that Milos was banging back. That they had, no, like, no, that they had some Milos kind did. of thing. Yeah, He's I, just like that guy. Just kind of a connection. They're like, hey, you're the banging guy. <laughs> hey, you're the guy. guy. <laughs> um, you're so, the guy from the thing. So then he stops beating down JCVD and beats the shit out of literally everyone else in the Yeah, world. the head guard uh, takes three shots into him and cannot stop him. And Milos just takes down guard after guard after guard. It's kind of awesome. He hulks out. It's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> That was my favorite point in this movie. Yeah, th- this was okay. But he dies, and Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> tries to take off his mask and doesn't. Just, like, stops, like, a minute, and then right. pu- puts, like, a shirt on him. Right, it was, it was, like, trying to be this nice thing, like, you've been wearing this mask for your whole life. Like, I'm going to take it off. He struggles with one of the buckles. He's like, no, I don't. This is too tough. And then he just puts a shirt over his face. Yeah. Leave him with his gift mask and give him his yeah. dignity. <laughs> Yeah, so then 451, the cellmate, and Jean-Claude Van Damme kind of run off. And, you know, the guards are shooting certain cellmates, etc. And they just kind of kick it in a corner. He's like, I could help you get out of this place. Yeah, and they come shit, up with a plan. Yeah, that's where shit pops off, kind of, right? <laughs> yeah, so his he has, 451 apparently has hidden in the wall, uh, like, a list of everyone that's died in the in the 
jail. And I noticed this earlier during one of the fight scenes for 451. He's, he's taking notes. Taking notes <laughs> yeah. as people are getting beat down like, yeah, that guy's getting fucked. That guy's got like <laughs> 500 notebooks. Got, right. <laughs> Why he felt he he's needed to He's like the killer in this? seven. Like, I don't <laughs> right. know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Maybe he's, he's documenting war crimes, I guess. Yeah. He has 500 notebooks, and the moment that guy dies, they're going to throw it all in the trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most likely. That's what's been clogging up the poo room the whole time. Right. But he's like, yeah, you got to get out of here. Uh, you can take this book and like expose the crimes. <laughs> Publish my book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. murders. Um, and then well, so, he does. Well, yeah, so the, the big plan is, we don't really know. They set up uh, the big fight. And so, although Jean-Claude Van Damme is is technically out, he tells the picture that he's been having of his wife in a bikini. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I got to do one more fight. So they set up the fight that were that transfer prisoner originally won the fight, and then they fight. And Jean-Claude Van Damme dominates him overall. I mean, it's kind of a quick fight. It is kind of, oh, because uh, 451's like... You, there, there's there, a secret plan. It's a secret plan. Like, they're going to they're gonna have you fight this guy, and then... I, 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 what I inferred was like, yeah, they're going to take you somewhere like your victory party, yeah. but they're just going to, you're going to fucking yeah, kill you. So he's like, they're going to drive you to the woods. Like, this is what they do. Like, they're going to be like, he's the best. We're going to set him free or whatever, but yeah, they're I really think. just going to take you to the woods and shoot you. So kind of towards the end of your fight, I'm going to sneak off. And he does. He kind of infiltrates the general's quarters and just basically walks in and kills him. Hmm. Well, no, he, he steals the keys to the general's car. Oh, that's right. Um, and then so when they're oh, after, that's right. I skipped a scene. Yeah, yeah after right. he wins the fight and they take him, you know, they're putting him in the in the jeep or whatever. Four fifty one pops up and is like, ha ha, uh, and they kill the guards. Um, then he's like, drive yeah. off, <clears throat> drive off in the general's, you know, garb. Yeah, and, they, and like you no know, one will stop you. So they he, won't look at you. They'll see the car in the garb. Yeah. Now I'll sneak off to the general's quarters. Yeah, and he just rips him. out his tongue. Yeah. Um, and then he just sits there drinking his wine until the guards come. And Jean-Claude Van Damme drives off. Yeah. And then we see a little uh, little note that the prison was shut down three months later. Yeah. That was the stupidest thing. And that was, my friends, in hell. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to rewind a little bit to the beginning of the podcast when you guys were both like, this is a pretty good movie. Um, having talked about it for an hour... How do we feel about this now? This was a better than... I'm going to say it just like that. This is a pretty good movie. <laughs> this is a better than average Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. I Oh, what? I, what? No. I, I, yeah, I didn't go that far. I said this movie is better than Nowhere to Run. I... My, I don't know that I've actually seen Which my, is my, pretty my, much your average Jean-Claude Van Damme no, movie. No. I don't know. Hey, you go look at all those other Jean-Claude Van Damme movies in the same vein as Nowhere to Run, in the same era, and you put this up against that plot wise and what they're trying to do it's way better i am going back that mike was like this is the worst jean-claude van damme film i'm like don't go chasing waterfalls my friend because you know what okay maybe it's not the worst like if we're doing measures of quality or i don't know how or anything or anything okay i would rather watch i don't think there's a van damme movie that i've seen that i wouldn't rather watch over this, I think my I think my view is this. I don't think this was a good film. It was not. But I I have in my own viewings have seen much worse Jean Claude. If, if you were to if I had to make a, an A B choice like this movie or another Van Damme movie, 
I can never see myself picking this movie. I would pick this movie over Nowhere to Run. I don't think I've seen that. I'd pick it's, this movie over Cyborg. I would not. To over run. Cyborg? Yeah, Cyborg sucks. I'll watch Cyborg. Fuck just Cyborg. like I watched Every Cyborg day. like two weeks ago just because <laughs> I wanted to. God damn. I like sorry. Cyborg. God, yeah, I, I guess we're too, yeah, we're too far sorry. apart there. I can agree. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Kickboxer and Bloodsport are awesome. But yeah. when it comes to the other films, like Double Impact and Cyborg. What's the one with uh with Dennis Rodman in it? Ooh, I'd rather watch that. Double Team. Yeah, I'd rather watch that. Is that the one that also had? Yikes, uh, I would. I would do that movie for this podcast. Okay, <laughs> that'd be oh, so bizarre. <laughs> Isn't Rob Schneider in that too? Maybe it was like <laughs> it was like the Roger one. Rabbit of John Club. Is there? I I actually I, I'm going to throw this out there. I would watch this movie over JCVD the film again. Oh, I, I'd rather watch JCVD. I did not like JCVD. Really? I like I like that movie a lot. Yeah. There you go. I'm glad we can agree on that. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's I there's got to be a couple others that we've seen that we are just <laughs> I'm going to okay, I I have a list of Jean-Claude Van Damme movies pulled up right now. Want to do a little John Claude Van Damme? Go down the list and I feel like wait, wait, don't mention <laughs> the movie that I talked about earlier that we almost did. Okay, so we almost did another Jean Claude Van Damme movie, and then I kind of stumbled upon this one. But I, I still think we should go back to that other one. So don't put that on the list. Okay, do you want me to start? Like, I'm I gonna mean, s- you can start like Willie. There's way too many. Like we, yeah, I don't want to spend like ten minutes going through Jean Claude. Okay, Van Damme. Bl- Bloodsport. Yeah, rather watch Bloodsport. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Cyborg. We we're differing on that well, one, I, but I, I would rather watch. Yeah, I would also watch that. God damn, Lionheart. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I watched Lionheart like two months ago. Death Warrant. I don't know if I've seen that. The answer is yes. <laughs> Double Impact. Yes. Yes. Universal Soldier. Yes. 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 Last Action Hero. What? I think he plays himself briefly. I, well, that's okay. inconsequential. Hard Target. No. Who's, no. <laughs> no, that's that's the John Woo film. Yeah. That oh, yeah. that movie's okay. terrible. No, I'd still rather watch it. Also, Ooh. going going oh, sticking shit. with the Louisiana theme. So, what was his name in Universal Soldier? Luke Devereaux in Hard Target. His name yeah. is Chance Bordeaux. Because <laughs> <laughs> of fucking course. Um, oh no, this is a music video. Um, Time Cop, obviously. Oh my God, yeah. Street Fighter, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, sudden death. Yes. The episode of friends that he's in. Uh huh. The quest. It's got yes, like a temple yes. on it. Yeah. That, that yeah, was yeah, wait, fine. Is it, there's like a notable, like older man. No, no, no. <laughs> sure. in, um, no, no. Rush more. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cause he's like this old explorer, man. I yeah. haven't seen this movie in like 20 years, but I just remember it was yeah. like, he, yes, it was like a notable, like, like, a real notable actor, and then Jean Claude Van Damme, and you like the whole movie just falls apart. That I would totally yeah. do that yeah. for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Double team, we already talked about that. Legionnaire, great. Let's <laughs> not just be saying things. Universal you know I mean? Soldier: The Return. <laughs> I don't know. Inferno. You and I watched this. It's the one with Pat Morita in it, and oh, he, yeah. like the motorcycle desert thing. Wow, we've we've, we've yeah. gone too far. Um, we're we're now up into the point where In Hell came out, which sucks. Um, you know, around this time, I don't think I've seen John Clyde Van Damme movies. I think he just disappeared. No, no he didn't the, disappear. He, he he's been a part of you all uh, along. It's yeah. kind of like the Steven Seagal thing. It's a point in time where I just cut off movies. What like would JCVDD? Yeah, <laughs> just like Steven Seagal, I went back like decades later. It's like, hey, he. Jungle Van Damme is no Steven Seagal friend. Right. 
there's a point in time where just because people do martial arts, let's not put them on the same <laughs> plane I'm, of existence. I'm grouping them all together. Not Steven Seagal. Well, no, We've no more. <laughs> they're action movie stars that happen to perform martial arts in movies. I think we need to move, remove Steven Seagal from this equation. Oh, <laughs> about, now about, we do. Yeah. Yes, talking about very different people. Mike's just still on his phone. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just... I'm, a, yeah, are, is anything recognizable? Because between In Hell and JCBD, I can't think of... Yeah, well, he's in that. one of the Expendables. Um, he's in another, like, 14 Universal Soldier movies. <laughs> Gotta be. Uh, just like Seagal, just disappeared <laughs> and made a whole bunch of shit. Not like Seagal. <laughs> he, he plays a character called Le Colonel in a movie called Arab on the City. <laughs> Which I never want to watch. Yeah, wow. that don't uh, no. no he, don't. he plays himself in a movie called Corporal versus Napoleon, which I don't even know what to say. I feel you're just opening, you know, this yeah, gate that we're gonna just start watching all of these films. This might be a Russian movie. Yeah, I, I mean it's wow. yeah, let's okay. That's, <laughs> okay. That, real? that can't be the, the damage that you divulged your psychiatrist <laughs> for the next seven years. So I'm gonna amend my statement from earlier. Right. I would rather watch <laughs> any Van Claude Jean Claude Van Damme movie that came out before this movie right. than this movie. That's right. that's more fair. Yeah. That's that's more fair. And actually most of the ones that came out afterwards. But we can find worse, and now Mike could agree with that. Well, as well, always, if you want to talk about any of these things and your love or your extra love for Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme, and as my dad noted, you can't beat a, Jean, a good Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, uh, you can reach us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. You could hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. You, you could find ways. You could... Give us that five out of five star rating you've always dreamed of on a podcast. Uh, we're on all of them. So Google, Apple, however you're listening to this, you could not just listen to this on a website. You could go into an app and do those things. But yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to keep covering this month. Uh, gatherings, where could they go wrong? Are they in a prison? Are you trying to make a werewolf? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah, Stop. I feel like are we're you gathering? only tangentially holding on to that concept. But It could be American Pie. You, you, we could watch American Pie. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, an American Pie movie, not one. But like, oh. we get an offshoot. I don't know. With, uh, <laughs> I, I'm struggling to Eugene think of Levy? one. I don't know. He's in all of them. <laughs> Naked you, Mile is one of them. Sure, let's yeah. do it. No, <laughs> gatherings. In, all of them. I, I think he is. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to make this podcast about talking about like softcore pornography, <laughs> which is I'm pretty sure what the American Pie series became. That's our other podcast. It's on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the same thing, but it means something different. <laughs> the dark rabbit troop. Oh no, rabbit troop sucks for money. Yeah, you got to unlock that with the secret code. Yeah, dear God. Ah, damn. Okay. Well, yeah. as always, Denver, Colorado, hey. Yeah. It's almost going to be Thanksgiving, so be thanks yeah. and giving. Yeah. And tell, like, us, tell us what you're thankful for. Write us an email. <laughs> Give your thanks. Maybe you could write like a Dear Santa to Mike, like, Dear Micah Claus. Yeah, like, tell, tell me what you want for whatever holiday you celebrate. Anything you want Mike to do to you, to perform for you, on you, near you, wow. let, let, it, let it be known. Okay. <laughs> I, I, so we're just, we're pimping me out now. Let those wishes be known. Yeah, um, okay. And he'll sprinkle you with candy like I'm still finding on the floor from Halloween from Nemo. Thanks, Nemo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. 
draw bonus points if you draw me a picture of what you want me to do. <laughs> you and the illustration while you hanging know, on my fridge. My, the, the only thing I request is please don't send it to our email, but if you directly want Mike's cell phone number or his email, yeah, we'll post I can it give on it to Instagram. You. Yeah, I could give it to you and you could directly send him any of the pictures. Yeah. Or if you wanted to leave him voice messages. I'll just um, give you the address to my house. <laughs> so I'll, I'll put a picture of my house. Uh, so you know what time of day I'm not there. <laughs> Mike likes to play hide and seek in the middle of the night. So you could get a key under his mat and then just play little giggle games in the middle of the night. He loves it. I love giggle games. That's good. <laughs> Dress up like an elf for Christmas. <laughs> well, this is just really detailed. Yeah. So uh, as always, Denver, Colorado, hit us up. Uh, we'll get some more uh, Denver-centric movies coming up soon. We and, say that every time and we're never going to. Well, I think, I think we have some ideas coming up, okay. but we always have th- some themes and we were just out of Halloween. But as always, Ravage Room sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. And Mike likes tickle games. I like tickle games. Yikes. Lamar, anything? <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's, they, they logged off long ago. <laughs> yeah, is, no, one's, no one's listening. Ravage Room sucks. Ravage Room sucks. <laughs>